have tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Hey, this is Chris, and I wanted to wish a very heartfelt congratulations to Mitch and Daniel of Televised Heroics. 100 episodes. It's been great to listen to you guys. You always give wonderful insights on my TV shows. As a comic book fan, you give me that extra bit, and I appreciate it. So congratulations on 100, and here's to 1,000 more. 100 episodes, Daniel. We've made it! Woo! That's right. We did the obnoxious fucking... Uh, air horns, but we did it. We did. We made it to 100 episodes. Daniel, it only took us two and a half years. That is a while. It doesn't it, seem that long, though. Right? It doesn't seem... It seems like we just started, but 100 episodes of us talking about televised comic book superheroes. Some good, some bad. Not even just superheroes. I mean, we got, we got The Walking Dead. We have Preacher. We have... Uh, I don't know. We talked about we talked about Outcast, didn't we? Yeah, for a while, and then I think it got canceled. Yeah, I don't think it ever came back for a second season. So uh, there went that. But it was a good show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, we we talk about all the comic book. Uh, that's what, that's why we called it televised heroics. It's not just about superheroes. It's about all kinds of heroes, right? Right. There you go. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll say that's the reason why. <laughs> uh, but. I mean, how have you how have you felt? How have you felt doing 100 episodes of this? We've we've done a lot. We've gone to cons. We've gone and talked to people. We, you know, soon as hopefully, you know, after now it's 100 episodes. Maybe we'll get to actually talk to some of the stars and uh, uh, you know, I hope so. People about the about these shows. I mean, we, you talked you talked to Gabriel Luna. Yeah, that ooh, yeah Comic Con. That was that was just. You know, pure luck that we were walking down the same aisle. That's all it was. <laughs> hey, it's good enough. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is all the greatness that, that we've done in this. I mean, great. if I can say greatness. I mean, I, I'm tooting my own horn right here. But, or I think we should. Horn. I, I would say so. But 100 episodes of televised heroics. It's it's taken us, uh, you know, a li- maybe a little longer than it should have. There's If there's 52 weeks in a year, you think we're supposed to have an episode every week. Uh, that's two years to do a hundred episodes, but we went two and a half years. So yeah. you know, taking breaks every once in a while, kind of thing, because we need breaks. We need Life breaks. Happens. Life happens. Computer problems, kind of things like that. You know, every- <laughs> episodes get deleted. <laughs> episodes have gotten deleted. Yeah, dude. There's there's been whole episodes that just went missing because of computer problems. So there's there's a we've had a lot of back behind the scenes stuff happen here too. So that's pretty incredible that. Uh, We've made it to a hundred episodes. Yeah, what? What it did feels you? Feels great. Yeah, it, it does feel great. What did you think when we first started this this show? Um, I just wanted to com- you know complain about some of the shows and also just say how some of the shows were amazing and how much I love them. And now it's funny how some of those opinions have definitely shifted. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would, yeah, I would say so. I mean, the, some of the shows that we, uh, I would say, enjoyed at the beginning of this, uh, this uh, are the ones that we don't enjoy as much, and vice versa. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure we were both like, Legends of Tomorrow is kind of weird and goofy and not good at first, but now, now it's probably our favorite show. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, later on, or in a little bit, we'll be talking about that first, uh, the season finale for that show and it, how perfect it was. Yeah. Right? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know your favorite character showed up. Bebo! I mean, not people, not favorite character, but it was just awesome that oh, he's on. been a running <laughs> joke this all season. season. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, so that that is pretty. that is pretty perfect. All right. Uh, anything else that you wanted to say before we get started? Um, just thank you for uh, the support, and Mitch, also thank you so much for you know sticking around and doing a hundred episodes with me. Hey, you know, I, I'm not. You don't have to thank me. Is basically what I'm trying to get at. We're doing this together. Uh, you know, we did we did shop around the idea of splitting us up a couple times, but. We're here. We're here together. Hundred episodes. Yeah. And you know what? That makes that means we're actually a couple uh, hundred plus episodes because there was a couple times when we were doing like the episode A, episode B, episode C kind of stuff. Oh, that's so, right. We so, did do that at some point. Yeah. We're we're actually above ourselves, but we're we're gonna stick with this numbering. All right. So I dig it. There you go. Here's to another hundred episodes. All right, Daniel, now we're going to be introducing one of our guests today on our 100th episode. Jamar, return guest from our Crisis on Earth X episode. How have you been? Hey, doing pretty good, pretty good. And Watching I mean, a lot of TV, watching a lot of movies, got some movies to catch up on, but... I know, you're doing a pretty epic uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, you know, binge watch to get ready yes. for Infinity War. I'm all the way up to uh, Thor Ragnarok, that's going to be my next one. So I'm almost done. I was gonna say you, Thursday. I was gonna say you only have his Black Panther left before Infinity War, so you should be good. And I'm gonna go see Black Panther in the theater again. Nice. <laughs> now are you gonna are you gonna go watch it right before Infinity War? Like like a block uh, or I'll probably try to see it Tuesday or Wednesday. Ah, uh, okay. So I'll be viewing number six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So it, obviously you have a you know uh uh, what's that word? Uh, love for comic book movies, comic book t- entertainment, live action entertainment, affinity. Bit, that bit. was the word I was looking for, affinity. But you, I was, you were gonna say? I was gonna say a little bit, a little bit. Affinity <laughs> for upcoming infinity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I mean, what is it about the the television shows in general that that you enjoy? Oh man. Um... I think the first live action comic book show that I like fell in love with was the old, you know, Adam West, Batman and Robin. Mm. Um, and that was real fun growing up. But growing up, we didn't really have like a lot of comic book um, shows. Really, the only one I can re- that were live action it was always animated stuff. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can really remember would be like Batman and Robin, and then The Flash, which I vaguely remember because I was so young. <laughs> uh, Aside from that, it was always, you know, sci-fi um, shows. or And don't get me wrong, like, some of those are my favorites, like Buffy and Angel, Stargate, even, like, Sliders, if you want to go back there. And oh, and Sliders. Zena. Love Sliders. <laughs> but uh, we never got, like, live-action comic book shows because the technology just wasn't there. 
sort of missing out on all that. And now finally, you know, once Smallville hit and ran for, you know, 10 years with the technology that, you know, was available at that time, it showed that they can really bring it with these comic uh, TV shows. And then after that ended, you know, you saw just a whole bunch hit the air. Um, so now we're really getting a chance to see some of like, the live action stuff. And they're doing a pretty good job with, you know, writing uh, some of these shows, too. Yeah, you know, it was a little bit before my time when they did uh, the... I mean, obviously, I saw the Adam West Batman show, but I, mm-hmm. I don't think I ever really saw an episode of the Wonder Woman, the Linda Carter Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman show. Oh, you know, yeah, I forgot about that. And then, you know, Incredible Hulk, too. Yeah, yeah. and that's the other one I was going to say. I never really saw an episode of the Incredible Hulk. Uh, but, yeah, it took, it seems like, almost 30 years for them to get another version of superheroes on TV that was actually exactly. good. So, yeah, Smallville would probably, I would say, would be the return of those shows to... And it's really, I guess that would mean it's the CW that, that did it for us, right? Oh, yeah. You know what? I never thought about that part either. <laughs> or I guess, I guess, I guess Smallville started on Wonder, on, on Warner Brothers first. It was the WB, and then it came WB. CW. Yeah. So, uh, Daniel, I mean, what did, what did you think of, did you ever catch Smallville when it was on, on air? No, I uh, never did. I always saw the um, the ads what? for it or the commercials for it, but I've never actually got a chance to watch it. And I you still haven't gone to back see, to watch like, it. Innocent Allison Mack? <sighs> nope. <laughs> God, with all that, that news that's coming out about her right now, that's such She's a shame. She's arrested <sighs> recently, oh, yesterday. Man. Yeah, uh, but no, I haven't, like I said, I haven't gone back and watched uh, Smallville. That's on my list, though, to come back and watch that one. <laughs> I don't know if you can go watch it and, and not have that uh, that idea of who you know Allison Mack's going to become like in your head and, <laughs> and, and appreciate the show that it should be appreciated. I guess uh, we either die a hero <laughs> or live on up to see ourselves become the villain, right? That's that's exactly right. right. <laughs> they they spoke the truth in the Dark Knight. Yeah. Right now, what what shows are you watching uh, on TV, Jamar? Uh, the one I, I, I love it so much because they're doing such a good job with the past two seasons that I hate that it's only a weekly show is uh, Marvel's uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The past two seasons have just been amazing. Yes, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been pretty pretty awesome. So I, I am right there with you on that uh, assessment. The way they're doing like all the seasons, it almost feels like you're not just watching like one full season of a show that this this season, you know, half of it took place in space, not half of it's taking place on Earth, and you feel like you always you almost kind of watched two seasons of a show that they smashed so much uh, entertainment into. That's true. And it's, uh, they've been killing it. And this most recent episode, it seems like you know they're they're jumping off of one storyline onto the next storyline now. Like I literally got upset. I get upset at the end of every episode that it's done. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I vocally like swear. And I'm like, <laughs> I just want more. And it wasn't like that the first couple seasons. So with the agents too. Yeah, no, I, I I didn't feel it was that way either. It it took it took about a season for that show to 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 get good for me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, I was hooked. But yeah, this these last two seasons have been pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Let so me good. let me ask you this: uh, since ABC hasn't said one way or the other if it's if it's going for another season or canceled, I mean, how would you feel if they didn't come back next season? I'd be pretty bummed because uh, it seems like they're really like hitting their stride now 
And then I really like to see Ghost Rider come back again too. Mm. I thought Ghost Rider was just amazing last year at the end where you opened that portal. Right. I could like kind of tell what he was doing because Doctor Strange had just come out. Right. And I jumped out of my seat. I was like, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. And then he finally like opened the portal and I just, I went nuts. I mean, uh, he kind of deal with Coulson. So do you think he might have, you know, he might come back at the end of the season? Man. I never thought about that. Yeah. It'd be cool to see him come back at the end of the season. Now, what what do you, do you think he's going to come back as, uh, like, will will Robbie Reyes show up? Will Gabriel Luna, the actor, show up? Or do you think it will just be the skull head and it will just be, like, some stunt double there? Probably the skull head. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, man, it better be the actor, man. He brought it. I did not have any faith in him as <laughs> Ghost Rider when I first saw who they cast. I'm like, this little dude. <laughs> but he did a job, good job, man. What do you think Go about ahead. him being the new Terminator? Uh, me and Daniel were talking about this too. He's just a good actor, so I mean, he's like smaller than the old Terminator from the movies, at least. But I think he'll still do a, a really good job. Yeah, I I don't see why he wouldn't. But yeah, you're right. He, I mean, but then again, there's a lot of people that are smaller than Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the day too. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much everybody, right? Uh, uh, well, but the other option that's been floated out there is that maybe it gets picked up by the Disney streaming platform how do you feel about that if that happens i'd be super happy i already know i'm gonna pay whatever they want me to pay for that thing uh they have way too much content <laughs> too much of my childhood for me not to pay for and especially if the the fox deal goes through they'll have all that content too uh, yeah yeah <laughs> when it goes through pretty much right yeah exactly yeah. when it goes through i mean the only thing i think that could stop it at this point is the government if the government steps in and says nah you're way too big disney kind of thing <laughs> I don't, I don't want them to stop it. I want it to go through. I want, I want more. I want X-Men to be in the MCU. You know, it's, it's for me, it's not so much the X-Men. It's the Fantastic Four. I just want something good to happen with the Fantastic Four. And I feel like either Disney Disney could do that with either a movie or a TV show. I just hope it's a TV show. So, uh, I think with those special effects, you have to have a movie. Because, I mean, it's just going to cost too much. Yeah, but I feel like the streaming channels they they have more money to throw at special effects. Like, look at Ultra Carbon if you're if you're watching that or not. Like, but that's Netflix, man. They just yeah, Netflix has all that money. Lots of money. <laughs> oh, you think Disney doesn't have a lot of money? That's true. I, I don't. I think Disney's more fickle with their money. They're like, you know what? We're not going to spend that much money on one show. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That, that that could be it. But I just Netflix think is like ten million an episode. Yeah, but these these are the same people that threw three hundred million at John Carter and and three hundred million at uh, Lone Ranger. Like those things uh, flopped like crazy. So I don't see that. I I don't. I think they'll throw money at at uh, Fantastic Four. No, seeing is how well the MCU stuff has been going for them. We can only hope. I thought John Carter was good. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was a fun. Hey, I thought Lone Ranger was good, so I I enjoyed that. I got goosebumps when they played the music at the end, the classic music, the Lone Ranger music. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, Jamar, is there anything you're expecting about uh, any of these shows as they come up to their season finale? I mean, I know we already had the Black Lightning season finale, but we still need uh, like a Supergirl and uh, Flash and Arrow season finale. Until one of you tells me that those CW shows are good again. 
I'm cutting myself off from all of them except Legends. <laughs> I love Legends. It's a fun show. They know what they're doing. But Flash lost me. Arrow lost me. Supergirl lost me in like the first four episodes of the first season. Fair enough. Damn. <laughs> and then, so if, you guys, if you guys tell me, hey, Jamar, you got to go back and start watching these, I will. Well, I will be the first one to tell you if that happens. It just has not happened yet. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm a little worried those shows aren't going to stick around for much longer. Maybe they're going to cut back or change it up a little They bit. might get cut back, but they all they all did get renewed for another season next season, yeah. next year. Even Supergirl? Yeah, yeah. All of them. So... I think uh, Supergirl got renewed because of all the teenage angst in that show. <laughs> uh, what about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. then? What are you expecting for the season finale of that? You know what? They are throwing so much stuff at us right now. Whatever I'm expecting, it's going to be like ten times better. <laughs> do, you think that we'll get, that. do you think we'll get any tie-in to Infinity War? I think they'll give us something. But it's going to be small. Kind of like with Ghost Rider opening a portal. Nice. It won't be anything yeah. that will affect the, the movie at all or really tie into it too much. Because we already know that Agent Coulson's supposed to show up in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. But obviously that's taking place in the past, in the 90s. So we'll have to see how, how that turns out. But yeah, I think you're right. I think it will probably be something little small, a small little thing. Maybe maybe a reference uh, on a on a board somewhere to an infinity stone yeah. or something like that but yeah I, I don't see anything else i would love to see nick fury show up that would be in, great like, the second one with like everybody from agents of shield and like all the netflix characters too and like backup for the avengers Ooh. that yeah that'd be just too much for me that would be crazy <laughs> yeah uh, all right, Jamar, I just wanted to say thank you for, for, for joining us on our 100th episode, and uh, we appreciate it, and we hope uh, you'll join us again soon, maybe next year's crossover. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Uh, let's go ahead, and we're going we're gonna to skip past the news today, and we're going to go right into talking about the shows, because we, we did we left out last week, just like we were talking about. We are talking about life gets in the way. We both have day jobs. We have you know personal lives, all kinds of stuff, just... What didn't happen? You know what? And I don't know if people have noticed it yet, but you're actually in the room with me today, so we're recording together. Yes, we are. <laughs> All um, some of the segments from earlier today have also been recorded in the same room. That's true. All a lot of the segments today have been recorded in the, in this very room. All right, let's go ahead and talk about Legends of Tomorrow. Then season finale, we are going back to uh, what is it? What's the town that Jer- uh, Jonah Hex is in? Is it Salvation? Is it Salvation? I don't know if it's Salvation. That doesn't sound right. Purgatory? No, it wouldn't be Purgatory. It sounds like I. Anyway, we're going back to we're going back to Jonah Hex times. Uh, we're gonna fight uh, Malice or Mollus or you know. Well, the only reason they went to Jonah Hex Town is because uh, it existed out of the time loop, so they would not be found by Malice. Right, but I'm just saying, I, I was going with the whole, like, the joke that they were doing in the episode, oh, yeah. everybody's calling him something different. It's it's Mollus. It's Malice. It's Malice. Mollusk. It's, it's Mollusk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you think about them basically having to do a Care Bear stare to, to defeat um, Mollus? Oh, that was awesome. I love the when they went back in time and uh, did the 
the hallucinogenic drug or tea and, <laughs> and Nate's like, Oh my god, thank you so care for stairs. Uh yeah, you know, I love that she was like, You're only supposed to take a sip of that and he had just chugged the whole thing <laughs> and it's like hitting him hard. <laughs> the entire time he's just tripping balls when imagining it. I have a I have a question. I, I this is what we usually do. We jump around, but why is it that our, uh, Ray Palmer didn't use his suit at all this episode? Like, do you think it's because they just didn't have the money in the budget to do it because of like the giant Bebo and the giant Mollus and flying Mollus with with wings and stuff? I would imagine so. That's got to be a big budget, you know. I guess yeah, to shrink him or to grow him and stuff like that because it just seemed very weird for him to show up in that last. Fight or that last battle scene and not have his suit on, right? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't think of any, I mean, anything else using any special effects. Uh, I mean, the magic that they use, and and uh, but other than that, yeah, I wouldn't think so. I mean, I, I I would have to say that it's probably um, it 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 would probably have to be that. But the only thing is that I I wish they would have said something like in the dialogue, like. Ray would have been like, oh, the suit is down, or, you know, we weren't, we didn't have enough time, kind of thing, even though it doesn't really ever take him time, that much time to get into his suit. Right. So, he usually carries it with him anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I, I thought that was very strange. It, it seems like it, he would have been very helpful there at the end. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, what did you think of all the return guests in this episode? We had Helen of Troy. Now, battle-ready Helena Troy, who's you know fresh off the mascara and knows how to handle herself. Knows how to shoot a gun pretty well. No, that was strange. Uh, we have... Um, uh, Jax came back. Yeah, Jax came back, you know, from five years into the future where he has a wife and a kid. Yep. You know what's funny is that I think it was Nate that points out... It's either Nate or, or Wally that points out that he has a wedding ring on. And it's like, no, he's he's got gloves on. There's no possible way you can see that he has a wedding ring on. But we'll let that slide. <laughs> uh, and then um, we had uh, two more people, didn't we? we had, well, Ava is one. And there was another person they had pulled. Oh, they had pulled uh, someone... No? Did they pull someone from the from the pirate episode? I know we had Blackbeard come up for the bad guys. We yep. had the Viking Queen come up for the bad guys. We had and then uh, we had uh, Caesar. Caesar, yeah, mm-hmm. we had Caesar come from the bad guys. Was there another person from the good guys though? I don't. Oh, Kawasa. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we had Kawasa show up because they managed to change the future, so she was, uh, you know, alive, alive, <laughs> and she fought, you know, different sides. This right. Time. Yeah. Exactly. So. <laughs> So yeah, we had we had plenty of cameos in this episode, and uh, they very much pulled a Ghostbusters at the end when basically everybody is doing their Care Bear stare to create the <laughs> the thing that they're gonna defi- they're gonna fight Maws with. Like I honestly thought that we were gonna see like a uh, a Voltron or Power Rangers kind of thing happen because they kept saying Voltron too. Right. Yeah, they did kept saying Voltron, uh, but then. Nate, like, everybody was like, oh, wait, what are you thinking about? And Nate's like, it's the only thing I can think about. He's like, no, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Which was very much Ghostbusters, where he's like, stay puff marshmallow man, you know, kind of thing. So it was uh, it was Bebo, a giant Bebo. Now, uh, I've seen on the internet since the episode aired that someone showed, like, earlier in the season when you had uh, Sarah Lance doing some kung fu moves. 
like it's very much the same mapping and same moves that Bebo uses. So yeah. they definitely had uh, Sarah in in control of Bebo Which when was it came to the fighting. Cool. Right? What'd you think of that? What'd you think of that fight scene? Like they they obviously spent some money. I was not expecting you know just to see two giant titans bowing out. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, now at the end of the episode, we lost. Who did we lose? We lost. Uh, we lost. We lost Rip. Rip. I don't think he's dead. This is technically like the third time he's died. Right. <laughs> and Berlanti, the producers, come out and said, "If you didn't see a body, he's probably not dead." Right. So they left it open for him because he, he he essentially he took the the time drive from the the shuttle and uh, created a barrier. To so, hold off, to hold it, just to hold him for a little bit, but yeah, to buy him time. Yeah, so that was uh, he ended up dying in the explosion. Is that what we're supposed to believe? Right. I think he just got transported some off to another time zone again. Maybe that's going to be what season three is all about. Trying to find him. Well, or season four. I'm sorry. Well, we all know what season four is going to be because apparently Mollus wasn't the only thing that got you know taken out of its time cage. That's true. That's true. Uh, I mean, that, that could be a side, a B side, you know, episode or storyline or something like that. So yeah, they, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing what uh, them trying to go and search for Rip Hunter, uh, just as long as they don't lose the 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 magic that is Legends of Tomorrow, right? Right. Um, definitely. Um, I think Amaya is going to come back at some point. Maybe not for a full season, but I think uh, since you know she went back to um, Zambezi, mm-hmm. um, I think they're going to need her help for at least an episode or two. So I think they're going to recruit her again. I don't yeah. think it's the last we've seen. seen yeah, of her. I think it's the last we've seen of her as a regular too. And I honestly thought I I, I do believe this. I thought Nate was going to die in this season or this episode. Really, I really thought just so that it it would be her move going back to Zambezi and not having to worry about him like you know nursing her broken heart or something like that but now the two of them are split up again yep and she you know didn't get uh mind swipe she did not get mind wiped so she has that those memories yeah bold move (laughs) um so especially with how the episode ended with um constantine you know bringing out the fucking demon head um and obviously how uh, Nora left with the time um, time stone. Uh, I think a lot of magic's still going to be involved. I think they're going to need Nora, um, so she might be on the Wave Rider next season. As I say, you know uh, that would mean a lot to Brandon Root, Ralph. I imagine. Yep, having his wife there on the show. Now that was a big twist. Uh, we come to find out that the mollusk that we saw in the previous episode grow big was actually uh, Damian Dark because he had taken his daughter's place in between. Uh, spots because him and Ray go back in time and uh, switch 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 out basically. Yep. Mollus says, uh, he, "Damian Dark says here, take my body instead." Yep. And yeah, that was a that was a thing. So so uh, Nora lives. Damien dies. Dies. Yeah. Is he is he dead? Is he... I, again we didn't see a body. Yeah, we'll have to find out. You know, maybe he got separated from the from Mollus and and is time time lost also yeah who knows uh which but then again you know those league of assassin guys those they they tend to pop up in other places throughout time anyway so yep never know anything else you wanted to say about the show no i just um excited that constantine's gonna be regular can't wait for the next season <laughs> yeah no that's gonna be pretty 
amazing. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the return episode of Supergirl. Um, I did, how did you feel about all the karaoke? <laughs> it was silly, um, but definitely just because it doesn't have you know have those comedic and you know natural moments. It actually made it somewhat entertaining for me and you know made it feel natural for once okay i can live with that that's that's pretty good um and i love that cara uh cara was doing uh beastie boys <laughs> yeah I, I was not expecting that and it, which which song was it was it intergalactic yep yeah which was funny because i had just put that phone that that song on my phone as a ringtone so <laughs> like it was it was weird to see it uh show up in the show um uh, I wanted to say was when Monel shows up at the bar and he's like, "Hey, I, you know, I need to tell you that Emra, you know, lied to me and blah blah blah." I thought I had missed something because he says, "You know, they didn't tell me. They they said they had the, a, a different mission. There was a mission that they didn't tell me about." And I went, you know, I went back to rewatch that part, and I'm like, "No, he doesn't say what the actual mission is, and it doesn't show up until the very end of the episode yeah. where he's like." Oh, this is I never told you what the real mission is and like it's like yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh what what do you think about that? So the third world killer, uh pestilence is going to turn into blight eventually, which is the thing that kills the the world in a thousand years. Yeah, which I don't know why Emra just didn't stick around. Brainiac 5 didn't stick around either because they obviously know what they're up against and they could have been uh, bigger allies. Did they leave? I thought they left. I thought that's what he was insinuating, uh, leading to that they left him behind, and I know they had the fight about Kara as well because of the feelings and whatnot. Right. But I thought they left. Know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. I thought they were just like left out of this episode. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's been. They might be working on something in, on their ship or something. But maybe yeah. they did leave. I, I didn't. I, I can't didn't, remember. I, I mean, didn't the pick break up on that. The break has been quite a while. It too. has been a really long break. Um, so. Uh, this episode was heavily, heavily on the shots. We saw, you know, flashbacks of the father, uh, Winslow shot. We saw, you know, we had Win talking about both of his parents and how much he he loathed his father, but he hated his mother for leaving him behind. Uh, and then he essentially had a surrogate sister. That's who the the person that's terrorizing them blows up the blows up the the, the body, coffin. the coffin at the at the funeral. Uh, sends out flying monkeys to terrorize the DEO. Um, tries to use the the yo-yo. That was actually pretty cool. I you know I was I was honestly expecting Wind to die at that moment. Like he gets that thing wrapped around his neck. I thought it was going to cut his neck, but he gets out of it. He got out of it. So uh, you know, good for him because I think I before I watched the episode, I remember seeing. Uh, I think I saw a headline somewhere saying that someone died. Uh, in the episode, oh, okay. And uh, does someone die? I mean, just his dad. Yeah, maybe I was thinking of some, a different show then. Oh, okay. Uh, but then maybe I got him got him mixed up. So, uh, yeah, I had honestly thought that Wynn was gonna die. I was like, oh man, they're gonna come back hard. But nope, that's not what happened. Uh, I think it was a good return for the for the show, but still feel like they they should be doing more. I think the B-side story was uh, a lot better than the main story in this episode. So you're talking about the Monel story, or... I mean, I, I would consider that a C story. Uh, okay, so what was the B... Oh, it was the B story, John and his father? Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, that was a very compelling story. That fucking that got me. I was tearing up. I <laughs> like oh, it got me in the feels, man. <laughs> Having to, you know, I, I have not been a person that had to go through this situation yet. But a parent, you know, going through Alzheimer's is a hard thing to deal with. Uh, it's a hard thing for a family to deal with. But essentially, that's what what's going on here. His father has hit a certain age, and even on Mars, they have that, which is. To me, it seems a little weird for a, a, a race that exists on, you know, hive mind kind of thing because they all use telepathy and stuff like that. But I, I imagine for them, it, that would be even more devastating. Yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty hard. And uh, Alex being there to try and comfort uh, John is. And then just his dad saying, like, you know, he's like, he just got me back. You know, we just got reunited, and he's about to lose me again. He's like, I don't want to put him through that. I was like, fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Was there anything else in particular you wanted to talk about? For this um, what the hell is Lena doing? Oh, well, she... Yeah, I think that's where we left in the last episode before the break. Like, Sam showing her who she is and being right. like, I need you to help me. So, it's basically to protect Ruby, right? Right. Uh, I guess she has her in some type of stasis where she's knocked out and hopefully trying to fix her. Uh, hopefully, she's not becoming a true Luther and trying to use her. I know. But uh, that is something that, that could happen and... It, it, I wouldn't see it not happening, especially with the fact that, you know, uh, Lena and um, Jimmy are getting closer together. Right. So. He was so clingy this episode, though. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? This is Eric, and I just wanted to congratulate uh, Televised Heroics for reaching 100 episodes. That's incredible. Um, it's really exciting to be a part of this group and I hope it continues to grow and, and get bigger and you know, I can't wait to do another video at 200. So congrats again, guys. Really well done. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and move over to the flash. Now the flash, we have two, two episodes we want to talk about. Um, God, dude, dude, how this last episode ended. Though? Oh man, that dude, that <laughs> pulled at my fucking heartstrings i want to know how i want to know how kevin kevin smith is doing like <sighs> i don't know if 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 that didn't get him going this wasn't this obviously wasn't an episode that he directed no he directed the one before it right right he directed the one where the jane Silent bob show up as uh <laughs> uh security guards yeah so the museum uh so noel and annoyed was the episode but this one whew. oh man that was that was a hard one. And this episode too, the most recent one, I was siding with everything Ralph had to say, you know, in this episode and I was rooting for him the entire time, but oh man. Uh. <laughs> let's let's talk about the Nolan and Annoyed first though. Okay. So Noel has the power to essentially manipulate gravity. She can either set something up with so that they have their gravity field is is non-existent or they can she can weigh people down with a whole bunch of gravity um she's using it to steal things and <laughs> essentially there's a few times when she touches the flash and makes it so that he floats away 
honestly, I don't see that was a big problem. Like the first time when he get, he starts flying away, and then they they able to reverse it, and he he starts falling to the ground. Like Dibney has to make himself into a giant uh, balloon to catch him or whatever. But stretch, reach. Out I, to he tried to to do that. Well, he did that inside the house. Yeah, but when he's outside, I I feel like. Couldn't he the the Flash have just created tornadoes with his arms and like lowered himself down? That's what I was thinking too. Um, I, there's a couple other scenarios I was thinking that he could have done as well. Um, uh, yeah, it's just inconsistent with his powers, kind of thing. I may make it so that you know Ralph is more useful, I guess. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, essentially at the end, the the thinker gets a hold of Null and steals those powers too as we've seen him do multiple times over right yep or no he didn't get them they were they were actually able to capture her and throw her into the pipeline right no because um in this episode in the most recent episode that came out this week uh he uses Noel's powers uh on the flash yeah but wasn't that after he'd already gotten to the pipeline and stole everybody else's powers because they oh that's you got that melt kind of- and that was, I, that kind of pissed me off because like they literally have that actor in there just to be a dead body, like that sucked. Like so that means they had Melt and Null and I think there was one more and I couldn't I couldn't tell who it was, but they they had all those uh, bodies there and she and he was just like, well I guess at that point it was, oh they had the the new guy fucking yeah. Namaste whatever it is <laughs> I don't know what they ended up calling him or not. Uh, the po- folding man the folding it? man yeah there you go because he, he creates a pocket universe or he has a pocket dimension that he travels between Um, which that is a guy who was on Fear the Walking Dead he was really yeah he was the um he was the guy that uh, what's the what's Domingo's name uh, uh straight Strand Strand yeah he was the guy that knew Strand that helped him on the boat that, and then they eventually ended up having to kill him like oh really yeah 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 so oh. so there you go uh we have uh the b story in that was kind of the danny Trejo or the 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 breacher is that what his oh, name? Yeah, breacher breacher yeah. yeah breacher once again i don't know if these writers are going through this thing of like hey our parents are getting old and they're having problems <laughs> so we need to reflect that in our show but Danny Trejo's character of Breacher is is gotten to a certain age and his powers are no longer working uh, because of that. And just like, you know, an athlete who eventually gets old can't perform the way that they used to. Um, what do you think of Cisco having to try and get his powers back? And then, I mean, how did he really think that was going to work? Of faking him out and being like, hey. Uh, shoot underneath him kind of thing. I don't know what he was thinking, man. <laughs> but I get where he was coming from. He's like, you know, you terrify me. Plus, <laughs> I want to see my girlfriend. So, you know, I kind of had to try to make you feel better. <laughs> How did he get between dimensions if he wasn't able to, to open up a, a breach? <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, I, I wonder if they were trying to imp- imply that those are two different powers. The breaching and then the vibe bolts. I guess. Yeah, I, I would say that's probably that's the only thing that I can understand. So, yeah. So, uh, uh, what'd you think of the the? Was it some kind of vampire like weird, <laughs> like I, I forgot what it was that he he that, what they what they called it, but they said something vampire was the the thing that he he went to go fight. 
Yeah, and uh, ultraviolet rays don't affect those kind of vampires. Yeah, exactly. That was that was actually pretty cool. But I was like, <laughs> we didn't see, you know, yeah, we didn't see else. a lot of it. So, like, oh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so, you know, Ralph. This is the you know the the not the beginning, but this is very much showcasing how Ralph is getting frustrated with Barry and. And the way that they are going to handle the thinker and stuff like that. So that carries over into the next episode where essentially, you know, um, Barry has been trying to teach Ralph how to be a hero, how to use his powers for good. And Ralph is the kind of guy that we, and we've seen it, that Ralph is the kind of guy that's going to do what's ever good for him. You know, whether it's the right thing or the wrong thing, it's whatever is going to save his skin. And, uh... Uh, not Gideon, but uh, Harry. Harry has come up with a way to defeat uh, the, the thinker, thinker with using, the wand, right? Using sound because we saw um, the fiddler uh, use sound to to knock out the thinker at one point. So he creates the ultimate ultra sonic, or not sonic, but a uh, tuning fork. And uh, you know, they say one of the greatest things about that is that. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't have any circuitry, so it's nothing. Kilgore. There's no computer. Kilgore can't That's take right. it over. Uh, and, and we passed up the fact that he's talking to Gideon again. Yeah. So is that is that? Uh, do you think that's um, Marina Baccarin? Did she come back to do the voice? Oh, I don't know. I didn't even think about that. Uh, I know that you had put this on on or on Twitter, but you said the implications of that scene when he wakes up Gideon again. Like, what did you think? You did you? Are you automatically thinking that the Reverse I, Flash is back? Or? That's what I'm thinking. The Reverse Flash is, you know, disguises Harry again. Hmm. That's a... I don't know why though. <laughs> I don't think that's what's going on there, but it's a possibility. Because how would um. How would Harry know that Gideon exists unless he has a Gideon on Earth too? Uh, yeah, he wouldn't have a Gideon on Earth too because that's from the future. So that's that's Her- that's not Harrison Wells, but that's a uh, Thon, yeah, Eobard Thon's thing. So, I, I mean, I imagine that the Team Flash told him at one point about Gideon being there. Gideon can't tell the difference between them, though. That's true because she even says, you know, it's. I mean, if it's a different person, it might it might actually be. Harrison Wells and not Harry, uh, but she says it's been X Five. amount of days since you've uh, come to talk. Five hundred and something days. Yeah, so that is, I would say, definitely interesting. Yeah. Uh, if it is though, if it is Harrison Wells, I mean, what, or, and the, essentially, if it is the Reverse Flash, what do, what do you think his in game is here? Then uh, maybe he has, maybe he. He just wants to see Barry get defeated. I don't know. Because ultimately, we both know he wants to take down Barry. He just wants to see Barry get taken down. Or he has something that the thinker has and just wants that. And then, you know. Ooh, that's a good one. I didn't think about that. But I, do you think it has anything to do with the whole think cap? The 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 thinking cap and the dark matter going into his brain like is it turning him evil kind of thing turning him more into Harrison Wells and in, in the Reverse Flash could be because I mean he was kind of like a tweaker you know trying to get his fix when uh, when Joe was calling him out on it yeah yeah 
According to the IMDb list, it, it is Miranda Baccarin. Oh, she came back for un- Uncredited for Gideon's voice. So oh, okay. Who knows? Hmm. Uh, I mean, they might just be using cut-up audio from her when she used to do it. Maybe they actually had her come on and do it, and she doesn't want to be credited because it conflicts with Gotham. Who knows? But uh, I mean, even that, she you could just record, you know, wirelessly and just send the audio over. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I doubt she actually went anywhere. Like she, they film Gotham in, in New, York, New York, so you know, she probably just found a studio there to do it in. Uh, when the the so when the thinker shows up, essentially he tricked the the guys into opening up a pocket universe into his lab and they get stuck there uh so that leaves just uh joe iris and ralph to deal with uh with uh the thinker his wife and a samuroid yep uh there and joe apparently took care of that samuroid no problem because uh, he just shows up at the end do you feel like He's not getting enough play in these episodes. Like, I feel like he's not around that much anymore. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Do you think it's because, like, do you think it's because of the actor? Do you think that just because of, and, and that's why they wrote in the whole like, uh, uh, his wife having the child, having the baby kind of thing. So it's it gives a reason for the actor not to be there or what? Yeah, he probably has another. I mean, he's a Broadway star, so maybe he. You know, he's busy in Broadway world. So. Jesse Martin's working Broadway right now, you think? Maybe, yeah. And so they wrote the whole baby thing so he could have some off time. I could see that. I mean, like we said, uh, you know, he could always go and, and do that. So, uh, yeah, he's he's taking care of that. Iris ends up having to fight uh, Marlies DeVoe, or the, the, the mechanic, as they call him. Call her, sorry. She has... <laughs> She essentially has a lightsaber. She has a sword that's electrified. Yep. <laughs> and Iris, with her four, you know, forethought or pre-planning, had a gun stashed underneath her desk, and she does terribly with it. Yeah. Why? What were they thinking? Like, I don't understand. Why give her a gun and then have her like completely mishap using it? Like, she knows how to use a gun. We saw her kill uh, Savitar, and her father taught her how to shoot, but yet she. Gets it knocked out of her hand. She goes. To, she goes and grabs it, and the person runs up to her. Like before she even shoots, like the, like the, the mechanic runs up to her, you know, stabs her and stuff like that. And I, I don't know. It's like I felt like they really mishandled that whole thing. Yeah, that gun was just really big and bulky too, and missed. Like you said, half of the shots anyway. And, <laughs> and I feel. After she knocked the the gun out of her hand, she could have easily like swiped her head off too, especially because she was so skilled with that sword. But no. yeah, no, we just saw a little slice on her arm, and that, <laughs> that was it. Uh, and then that leaves Ralph to deal with uh, the thinker, and he's actually doing really well. He and he made an impression of the tuning fork with his body and then was able to fill in that impression with his own hand which i don't know if that all works all that out all that all right like that but hey i'm not a scientist so uh he uses the tuning fork hand tuning fork to take down devoe gets him down says one word you know hit from it it will definitely kill you and he doesn't do it now you're under the you you were on the team of he should have done it he should have killed the thinker yeah 
keep going with that and, thought. And because, you know, he was right. Um, we saw him, you know, kill so many people before. And, you know, if you don't do anything, he's going to keep on doing it. And he's just going to keep on hurting the people around you and other people that, you know, shouldn't be hurt because of it. I think Ralph was right. He needs to be stopped. And that was part of Ralph's little speech to Barry. He said, you know, you think that it's it's me that I'm scared about? I don't want him to hurt me? No, it's I don't want him to hurt the people I love, as in Team Flash. He doesn't want anybody else to get hurt. Uh, so that that's essential. that's pretty scary uh, thinking. And then he, he, he does the right thing. He, he incapacitates him, but didn't take into account... Kilgore's powers. Right. Which is horrible. Yeah. Uh, finally, we get Cisco and uh, Flash and uh, Caitlin back. And we had little little pieces of Caitlin and Frost like interaction, like how the two of them are learning to live with each other and stuff like that. They write each other sticky notes. <laughs> and they, they definitely were manipulating us. Like I didn't realize this, this is the reason why they were manipulating us way back in the episode where... Uh, you know the the bomb was going off, and 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 Killer Frost is like, "Take care of Caitlyn for me," kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, that it's all kind of getting up to this point because when she shows up, she goes to attack Devoe, who has the Melter's powers, and he says, "Melt," and touches her head. Now, I didn't understand exactly what had happened there, but obviously, he stole her powers, like we saw Melter do to. Uh, bury and give to iris yep does that did he keep killer frost's powers then or did he transfer them somewhere else he has to touch somebody else to transfer them to but um, that's what I, yeah he didn't touch anybody else yeah, so i'm wondering so if he's keeping them keeping them hmm, that's interesting yeah that's another set of powers to throw in there yeah i wonder so i wonder since killer frost and caitlin they have set it up that they are two different people right so, if he has Caitlyn's powers, then he has Killer Frost's identity inside of him. I wonder if that's going to come to play. Maybe. Yeah, I think I think I think that might be the the, the thing that helps them win the the fight, fight in the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Caitlyn does no longer have powers. She has no more dark matter inside of her body. So Killer Frost is gone. Yep, she's cured. Now. Cisco gets taken out really quick. Uh, they have really kind of downplayed his powers lately. I they feel. have. And then Barry is trapped underneath the whole thing of gravity. Uh, yeah. He does. It takes him way too long to figure out. Hey, I should vibrate through the floor and then come back. Uh, when he does, that's already at the point where it's too late. It's too late. Yeah, he uh, Devoe has sucked the power. I don't know if he sucked the power out of. Uh, Dibney, or he essentially put himself into Dibney's body. He put himself into yeah, Dibney's pa- uh, with, body. With all the excess powers and stuff in there. Yeah. So, yeah, Elongated Man at this point is just OP. He's yeah. overpowered to the max. He's got all these powers. I mean, he's got Fiddler's powers. He's got uh, gravity powers. He's got the power to shrink things and, and make things grow. He's got the power to turn uh, effigies of stuff into to live creatures because he got attacked by the dinosaur dinosaur at the beginning of the episode. And uh, he's got the luck powers. He's got uh, Kilgore's powers. He's got um, I think there's one more set of powers in there. Someone else I can't remember who, but 
Yeah, he's got a lot of different powers in there, and uh, we didn't. I, I really didn't think that this was going to happen, but we got the actor to play uh, Devoe again. Devoe again. That was actually a really smart, smart way to bring him back. Yeah, because he's like, he, oh, he's got the weeping, crying powers oh, yeah, too. I right. forgot about that. Uh, and and now the folding man's powers. Yep. But yeah, he was able to. Um, uh, change back into I, I guess the best way to put it is Neil Sandalane's uh, face or you know Clifford DeVoe's face and and uh, what's her face um, the mechanic is very much you know in love with that because she gets to see her her actual husband again. Yep. Um, I guess the only benefit of this is that uh, when DeVoe goes out in public, they'll know for sure that uh, you know DeVoe is. Well alive, and you know that helps out Barry. <laughs> yeah, and Barry is no longer going to be uh, questioned. Questioned, yeah. So uh, that is definitely uh, what uh, happened in the episode. When the the saddest part was losing Ralph Dibney. Now, end of the season. Do we get Ralph back? What do you think? Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. I really don't know what's going to happen. So, okay, essentially what I'm thinking is you see all the other bodies. Every every other person he's taken the the, the powers of, they, he's just left the dead husk body behind, right? Right. Not every single one, but most of them all. So this one, let's assume this is the last body he's going to take. Right. If they're able to excise DeVoe out of the body, that might leave Ralph there, you know, still intact. Yeah. But, I mean, what about all the other, you know... Oh, all of them, they're dead. Everybody <laughs> else is dead. They ain't, they ain't coming back. I, I, I think just because the show, you know, tries to leave things on happy endings, they probably somehow recovered all the bodies and have them preserved. So all the bodies are just sitting in some stasis somewhere, like, not decaying. And, and Star Labs, yeah. Maybe. I could see that, but... Or Barry's going to do the stupid thing because he hasn't learned a goddamn thing. Travel run. in time. Yep. All right. You know, maybe we'll get to see the Black Flash again then. Yep. So, uh, yeah. It, like, like I said, that was a truly heart-wrenching moment when Ralph is quote-unquote killed. Yep. And, um, you know, Barry says, save yourself. And then Ralph says, I did save myself. Yeah. Oh. oh. So good. Uh, just want to drop two last things. Last week's episode, uh, Cisco references DC Comics. What do you say? Um, he just mentions DC Comics, just like drops it out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I, I must have forgot about so it. So Marvel and DC exist in uh, the They sure universe. do. <laughs> and then uh, this week, uh, uh, the folding man, he describes the bow. He's like, oh, one time I folded... Um, and I teleported yeah, to this place. X Men's mansion with the Xavier's floating. A yeah. guy that looks like Xavier floating in his chair. Yeah, I, I remember catching that. So, yep. So they, yeah, yeah, both comic universes apparently exist. I so. don't know how they're getting away with it. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know either. All right, uh, let's go ahead and talk about Black Lightning then. So we have two episodes of that. Uh, essentially, the the season finale of the episode. Uh, I want to say. Now I'm, I'm probably going to get you know a lot of hate for this, or I don't know if it's hate or what, but uh, you're. Uh, I think that um, I don't think I like this show. You don't like the show? I don't know. I think 
Look, and this is this is completely my thing, and I know that it's doing something important. I understand that people are you know enjoying it for what it is and the fact that it's um, bringing up topics that need to be brought up. I just feel like it's it's hitting me over the head too much with it. And, uh, you know, that's just not a world I live in, so I guess that's part of my privilege, but I, I don't know. Like, I don't need every episode to be about social justice. I need to see a comic book show. But, hey, that's just me. It's obviously doing well. People enjoy it. I just have a hard time getting into it. Uh, and then you have the season finale episode. The season finale episode was so much expository dialogue. Just so much of, hey, you know all those things that we haven't told you yet? Let's gonna go ahead and tell you everything right now. Like, I know we're skipping over the, sec- the second to last episode. So, we saw the return of Kajil? Kanil? Khalil? Khalil, thank you. Uh, Khalil has come back from his experiment. The, he's basically his... They fixed his spine by putting in some type of liquid metal... And we got all that in the season finale, but we saw him in this episode, and he's able to shoot darts that have uh, some sort of poison that act like uh, paral- paralytic, basically. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's he's there's that. He's also you know super fast, super strong. Well, not super fast and strong, but he's above average fast and strong, and uh, he's growing out dreads. Yep. Uh, which apparently is a side effect of the treatment because it makes his hair grow faster. <laughs> quote unquote uh uh but yes i don't know were you think did you think they were trying to go with some i don't know if that if that is he a character in the comic books did you look so him up? i looked it up i just looked up uh painkiller dc comics that's right um, they call them painkiller they have the character design and but everything else is, is just unknown unknown but it has a character creation date so, like, there's no no name for the character. It just says, like, who created him and, like, who wrote him. Oh. The character was created in 1995. Okay. Yeah, so, like, by looking Did up, he look like the character? That, oh, you said there... You did say there was some picture of him, right? Yeah. Did it look like him? Did, uh, does he have the dreads? Is he has he, the dreads, yeah. black guy kind of Yeah. Thing? Okay. Well, maybe he's, he's a character from... The, and they just gave him a backstory. Yep. Uh, but... I... I thought to me it kind of seemed like the the bad guy version of Static Shock. Like I know he doesn't <laughs> have the same powers, but they kind of he's this teenage boy. He's got the dreadlocks. He's you know he's very angry kind of thing. So, which makes me think: Do you think? Do you think? Uh, uh, I don't remember what Static's real name is, but do you, is Xander Xavier X? Don't they call him X? X. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is it? Do you think he's in one of those tubes? One of those? Uh, Could be. Yeah, because at the end of the season finale, they're, they they go. And, I think it might be the one that they keep focusing on. Yeah, they, he might be in there. You know, instead of being a boom baby, they got you know all these kids that ha- got powers because of the ASA. So that's a that's a thing. That's a thing that could definitely be happening. Um, yeah, uh, essentially, her, her, uh, Jennifer's boyfriend's back. He's a bad guy. She doesn't know how to deal with it. She ends up having to bring her father back to life by using her powers. Because, as they stated in the early episode, she is not a battery like her father. She is a generator. She can generate her own electricity. And that's why she's got that white lightning, whereas opposed to... Or uh, yellow lightning, as opposed to his uh, blue lightning that he, he shoots out. 
Yep. Uh, and if you remember, if you've seen her in the comic books, she is completely energy form in the comic books, and, and it's yellow like that. So it's going to be interesting next season to see what she ends up doing with that because she really does not want to be a hero, right? Yeah, but she's, she's saved him twice already. Twice. Uh, she uh, by using his her powers, she brings him back to life. But he's kind of in a comatose state for a very long time in the season finale episode, and. When he wakes up, he doesn't have access to his powers anymore, which yeah. is, I mean, is a thing. Uh, like, the way they they describe it is, like, you know, when a battery runs out of juice, you know, there's only so many times that you can jump it before it eventually just completely dies. And uh, assuming that's what they were trying to say with this, what do you think? What Do you, do you think that's going to be a thing in the next season, in the upcoming seasons? He's going to lose his powers all altogether, all and he's it, we're going to rely on the two girls? Well, that's going to get old. You think really, so? Really quick, yeah. I could see, I could see them like. Uh, trust me, I don't want it to happen, but they could kill off Gamby. So it means. Um, why can't I think of his name? The actor's name, James uh, Remar. James Remar, yeah. Uh, not being on the show anymore, so then uh, Jefferson Pierce takes over the role of teacher and trainer, and he's training the two girls to use their powers and and be better heroes, kind of thing. Um, it's definitely a you know family oriented show. You yeah. got you got all four of them there working together. The mother is uh, you know dealing with them on the medical field, the medical side. Uh, how, how how did you f- feel about the fact that we got the reason why Tobias Whale is super strong and lives forever? We got Lala's the reason why Lala is the way that he is. We got the reason why Painkiller is the way that he is. And uh, we got the uh, we got, we got the makeshift MAGA guy, essentially, <laughs> you know, in the episode. Yeah. Like we got so much backstory to everybody, and then we got the flashbacks to uh, Jefferson's dad, all on the season finale, all in the season finale. They could have split two episodes. <laughs> they really could have, or they could have just spread this out throughout the whole season. Yeah, but no, they decided nope. Everything is going to just get thrown into this last episode right now. It, it really felt like they were just cramming everything in. Right. Um, so Tobias Whale uses a serum. He yeah. uses essentially a super soldier serum to uh, long elongate his life and not elongate. Make his life longer and gives him the strength of three men and the agility, I think, of like two men or something like right. that. Right. Uh, and then uh, Lala because of the resurrection. So, yeah, apparently Tobias was working on some technology to bring people back to life. And now that he brought Lala back to life, uh, he knows that, that uh, I don't know, uh, he knows about the, the ghost. He knows yeah. about the tattoos. It's like this is literally a side effect of this thing that it you get haunted by the people that you've killed and then they somehow tattoo you onto the onto their body yeah, or your body. That's so weird. Everybody that you've ever known or ever killed, they're gonna come back and haunt you, and you will pretty much see them every goddamn time until. So yeah, and then you know that all the Lala stuff, and then Painkiller. You know he explains. Or we get Gamby explaining, you know, what they did to to or to Painkiller, and then the the character, the I don't know what his name is, but the MAGA character, because he says it like three times in the episode, "Make America Great Again." Yeah, like he's obviously supposed to be parodying Papa certain, Quill. Yeah, some. <laughs> that's true. He is the grandfather. <laughs> he is he is Grandfather Quill, but he's parodying like you know some of the 
more undesirable people in the country. That's my little bit of politics for the episode, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. He was very much cartoonish, and he didn't know what was going on. Now, it all takes us to the end of the episode where we see them around the the tubes, the cryogenic tubes that's keeping those kids alive, uh, essentially. And I assume that's what we're going to go into in season two. Yep, and pretty much uh, was either... Uh, the ASA and the government are going to keep on hunting you, or you give me your DNA, and I can show the government and the rest of the ASA that, you know, we have results that you guys, the serum worked, and you guys pretty much lived. Yeah, but then Gamby's like, no, see, you didn't call him backup, so we know that you're not really working with the government. This is all your own shit, so uh, he Killed just him. straight up shoots him. Like, I was actually thinking that, you know, Black Lightning would be a little bit more upset about that. Because he was right there, and I mean, I guess we haven't really talked about whether or not he's okay with killing or not, but I would assume he's not. Yeah, I don't think he is. I mean, well, we don't know, actually. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, he seemed to be okay with Gamby killing him, and I, I guess it's more like, hey, you know, Gamby did it, so Gamby taught me, so it's, it's, it's on it's him. It's on him, not yeah, on me, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so that's the season finale of, of Black Lightning. I thought it was... Like I said, I think it's just a little too much social justice uh, stuff. But then again, I'm, you know, I'm... When it does the comic book stuff, do you like it? Yes. When it does the comic book stuff, I do like it. Okay. So, so it does It does have me. It does It does have me on certain stuff. I love when they refer back They, they refer back to the comic books and they, they do things that, you know, look familiar for the comic books. But, the, the yeah, some of the other stuff just it really gets to me. Wait, what? What the heck is televised heroics? <laughs> just playing. This is Jason Mendoza, a.k.a. J.J. Watt Milkshake, and I just want to congratulate Televised Heroics for its 100th episode. Keep it up. Here's to 200, 300, 400, 500, 600 more episodes. Congratulations. Uh, all right, let's talk about Gotham then. And, and really, all we're really talking about, like, we have two episodes of that, but come on. The only thing we really need to talk about is the fact that we have yet another Joker. Yeah. I mean, Jerome is killed, and this is essentially the second time, third time he's being killed? Second time. Second time? Uh, Second time he's being killed, uh, and his twin brother, that we now know he has, uh, gets shot in the face with some of the Joker toxin. Toxin, yeah. Uh, the the episode ends with him making a very Joker esque smile, and I guess that's where we're gonna go from here. Jeremiah will be the new version of yeah. this, whatever it is. Uh, I don't know if he's still gonna end up being the Joker. I, you know, we saw, we 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 posted it too. We we posted the pictures that they they did of, and they were even running it as, oh, this is Jerome, you know, looking this way. Yeah, but now we know it's not Jerome. It's actually Jeremiah. Because and we should have we should have realized because he doesn't have the scars on his face. Yeah, do you see? Did you see uh, Cameron uh, talk crap about uh, Justice League? No, uh, he he tweeted out a picture and he's like, "Oh, DC uh, and Warner Brothers always, you know, um, trying to cover up faces with CGI." And like he posted the original picture of him smiling, like doing the you know iconic Joker laugh right. with the gas, uh-huh. and then um, and it was a side by side with the CGI and without the CGI. Uh-huh. So he was making fun of Justice League. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I think that was obviously the big thing to come out of there. He he, Jerome or I'm sorry, Jeremiah is going to be our new 
Joker-esque Joker. character. Uh, we'll see what that ends up being. Um, his little assistant, are they gonna... So, in this last episode, the the trailer promo for the next episode, you see someone that's in, like, a black Harlequin, ep- like, outfit. So, I have to assume that's his Girl Friday, the one that, you know, we saw in the previous episode. So, yeah, she's gonna uh, at least be some version of Harley Quinn. Okay, we're just not going to get the psychiatrist that falls in love with him, okay? No, well, he's not going to be the Joker either. He's he is he's he's Jeremiah, you know. It's it they've gone out of their way to not say the names of these characters but still give us these characters. Right. So, uh, it's essentially what it is. Now, if you want to jump to this next episode, the latest episode, because that's really that's all that's important. Like it was th- that episode was pretty cool because we did see some people get killed. Like we saw brutal death. Jerome do from some shit. Like he blew people up. Like it was bad. But yeah, essentially the big thing to come out of that episode is, uh, and I I really enjoyed that episode too. I thought yeah. it was a great episode. But yeah, the big thing to come out of that episode was uh, Jeremiah is now infected with the Joker serum or yeah. Joker toxin. So, and it's not to the point, like, where we saw the other guy go crazy and, like, like die from it. It's just enough to make him crazy and, and live. Yeah. Kind of thing. Which is actually pretty cool because we know that Jeremiah is pretty much a genius, so... And we know that Joker is actually also pretty goddamn smart, so he builds most of his contraption, you know, contraptions. Right, exactly. Own, so. And he's able to keep up with the Batman. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, this episode is a lot more about... Um, uh, or the latest episode is more about uh, Barbara, Barbara, and the League of Assassins, League of Shadows, and uh, the return of Rachel Ghoul, the zombie, zombie Rachel Ghoul for the most part, and then eventually when he gets the demon's head power back, it restores him all the way back to his original power. He needed the blood of the person that killed him to to be brought back to life, so they cut open uh, Bruce's hand. Uh, he gets mad at the league for bringing him back to life, but then he's like, "Nah, never mind. I want to stay alive." You know what's so stupid though? Like, I don't know if they're trying to. I don't know. So, essentially, it becomes like, "Hey, all the men in the League of Shadows like doesn't like the idea of Barbara leading them because she's a woman," and then like, that's the only reason they're trying to bring back Rachel Ghoul. And it's like that seems really sexist. I mean, yeah, not just... I mean, it's obviously sexist, but it's like... It seems like a terrible thing to, to hinge your story on. Like, why? Because then eventually Rachel Ghoul wins, so you're saying male toxic behavior, like, wins? <laughs> that doesn't seem right. Like, another thing, too, is, like, um, Talia should be around Bruce's age right now, and when she's older, you know... Have we seen her in the show? We haven't. Yeah, she should. I mean, you don't... Technically, you don't know that. She's used the, the Lazarus Pits, too, so she could oh, be that's older. that's true. But, I mean, yeah, there should be Talia, there should be Nisa, there should be, you know, there should be uh, lots of other things, but yeah, we don't see that, but... Then, I mean, uh, they would be pretty high-ranking as well, and they should be following around yeah. their orders as well. I, I don't... Yeah, I don't... Well, essentially, it's coming about... He says he saw he sees the future. So, essentially, we give the, the demon's head power, gives them the ability to see the future. They set that up. So, I think he's talking about uh, No Man's Land there at the yeah. end. Uh, there's only three episodes left, I believe, of the season. Yeah, and either they're going to do No Man's Land at the 
in those three episodes, or they're going to do it at the season finale, and then that's what's setting up for next season, I think. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because he said, the prophecy showed me that, like, you know, I make you into a dark knight, and, you know, the fire burns, you know. What do you think of uh, the in-show commercial for Ford Mustang? Like there's the this whole thing like they they made it two episodes of of Bruce has got this new Mustang and it's all super cool and it's black and he's like you need you need your car to travel around in and bulletproof and yeah it's bulletproof and like the way he Alfred just shoots the the car it's like that was very not good like that was unsafe what he was doing uh, but then Selena's like do you have a can't you be a little bit more inconspicuous with this car and he turns it to stealth mode or quiet mode or something like that so does that mean that the car is uh, electric I was gonna say it's his first Batmobile yeah it's essentially his first Batmobile it's it, I don't know if Mustang is the, <laughs> what you want to go with there but okay but I mean um, the uh, 1960s Batman show um, the first Batmobile was actually a Mustang was it I thought it was a Corvette I think it was a Mustang. Uh, I have to go back and watch the um, Dark Knight Rises because it has a history of the Batmobiles. Uh, okay. Well, then more power to it. I just I thought I remember hearing it's a Corvette. I know I know the '89 one is a is a Corvette um, kit. Okay. So, uh, yeah, cool. Um, um, you, sure, you sure it's not a T Bird? Oh, it might be a Thunderbird then. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, we had the Riddler and Ed stuff, which I I want to tell you Why? right now. You don't? Did you not like? What, what what didn't you like? I love this Riddler and uh, Leslie getting together. I totally ship it. <laughs> to use the words of the millennials, it's just the whole. Oh, I guess the whole. Um, nah, I'll just drop it because I mean this show's not doing you know anything following the comics anymore, so I should just. Oh yeah, give up. No, that's yeah. totally out, out out the door. I'll just like give that. it up now. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it, it is. A, I would never have the Riddler and, and Leslie Thompson Tompkins together in the comic books, but I, I dig this relationship kind of. I love. I did love the point. He's like, well, you know, when you shot Sophia in the face, he's like, you know. That brought out something in Nigma. He's like that made you know made Nigma attract or not Nigma sorry Riddler, Riddler attracted yeah. to you. So I know and I know that you're using me, but you know I'm still fucking attracted to you. So yeah. I don't care. <laughs> uh, which I, I I thought it was interesting that she bring he brings up the fact that you know she still has a little bit of the fucking rage virus inside of her yep. or whatever it's called. So that or Alice virus. Yeah, yeah. That that was uh I I didn't even think about that. That you know that's why she's kind of doing the what she's doing now. I mean, so. Does that mean that Gordon still has a virus in him too? Maybe. You never know. Uh, who knows if that stuff ever gets really burned out of you altogether? Damn. So uh, that's that. I, I'm cool with what's going on there. I I don't know. How do you feel about them turning on Butch and and Riddler or uh, Penguin? And you know, is that like a a a, a uh, uh, duo that we're gonna have to worry about here in the future? I think so, and I I don't really think that the Riddler and Penguin really get along in the comic books anyway, and that's uh, I kind of like it that they don't get along. I don't really think anybody gets along with Penguin in the comic books, so yeah. it makes sense. Um, uh, the last thing was uh, that I wanted to bring up was oh the the whole you know her fight with Barbara's fight with Rachel Ghoul like twice she uses the. It's not, it's so she's like turn back time. She the Flash. Technically, she's not turning back time. She's seeing the future. Oh, so she's anticipating it, right? So she's seeing a version of the future, and then she's like, "Oh, so okay, I know what to do. 
Like, I, I can't do this, I can't do that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, the way that they portray it is more uh, she's turning back time. But, cool. Uh, we have three more episodes to go. We'll see where it ends up going. I, I hope there's more Riddler stuff. I, more I really, deaths. More deaths. Yeah, more deaths would be would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Daniel, now I want to introduce all of our listeners to Jesse from the League of Ordinary Gentlemen. Was it gaming group? What, what would you call you guys? Uh, Social club? Yes, I mean, we're a little bit of everything. Uh, Stream-wise, we're, we're heavy. On, yeah, no. <laughs> we're heavy on the, the gaming streams. Um, we... Anything that we see that's nerdy and it's coming out and it looks like it's going to be fun for people to watch, we put it out there. So, And um, didn't you guys um, also become – well, I know that you guys did, uh, so congrats. Don't pretend, but, to, uh, pretend to not know. But, but congrats yeah, uh, on the affiliation. Yeah, uh, Twitch officially reached out to us and we became affiliated. Uh, okay. We made our first couple of bucks nice. off of that officially. So um, feel free to join us, subscribe, and you get to see our fun emoji faces now. We got a couple of custom ones for you if you want some fun stuff to put up there. Well, that's awesome. I know that uh, Daniel and I have had wanted had have wanted to have you on uh, the podcast uh, for a while, and uh, now you're here to you know talk a little bit about some of the comic book TV shows that are on TV. Uh, you know wh- which ones? Uh, which ones are your favorites at the moment? My favorites, um, probably still the Netflix ones uh, are. Always a big hit for me. Those are the ones that I'll end up just... I'll start out, I was like, oh, maybe I'll see what it's like. And then, like, I'll marathon the entire thing in, like, two days. Um, it's a gift and a curse, really, if you think about it. But, <laughs> uh, on TV, Arrow's always been one of the ones that's, like, really near and dear to me. I like uh, Green Arrow Batman. Whatever you call them nowadays. It's hard to keep track. Um, I did kind of fall back a little bit after the last season. Not, not this one that's currently finishing up. But the one before, uh, nothing really got stale for me. It just I needed a little, a little buffer, if you will. Um, I've also always really enjoyed the Flash. Flash has always been one of my favorite DC characters, so I have a tendency to just kind of I'll let a couple of episodes build up, then I'll marathon all of them together because I am very impatient. <laughs> so I don't want to have to like sit there and wait an entire ep- like week before I get to go watch the next episode. Yeah. For a show like the flash, uh, you know, that makes sense. So, yeah. Um, we, we talk about the, the Netflix Marvel Netflix shows on here uh, as much as we can. We try and binge them when the other shows aren't on anymore. I think we never got through iron fist. <laughs> That's okay. I think most people, uh, have, have, also decided not to do but uh if you saw the first episode of iron fist uh, you saw iron fist you saw the- <laughs> i mean i would say that it got better towards the end of that season uh mm. much better than it was at the beginning but it still was left for a lot to desire i hope the second season's much better uh the defenders did his character i think a little bit better but this, his he still was very very mundane i think the the biggest issue that i had for him is he's supposed to be the biggest martial arts expert and you know a zen master yet Anything can happen, and he'll his personality just breaks down immediately. <laughs> I was like, that is not very zen-like. It's true. They <laughs> they went in a very different direction for Danny Rand than you you would pick up in the comic book. But I know in real life you were also a huge Punisher fan. So what did you yeah. think of the series when it oh, came out? Oh man! So that that Netflix Punisher show was probably my new favorite Netflix. <laughs> 
comic show that's out there. So bloody, so violent, just gets nitty gritty. I think it really did uh, a lot of justice to the actual comics. A lot of people were worried that maybe Netflix and you know was going to pull back a little bit. Like, we don't want to you know scare away the family. Um, but <laughs> no, nah, man, they, they didn't pull any punches. It just went right into it. I mean, we saw a lot with Daredevil, so I don't think they're going to pull any punches. Yeah, I think that's what really kind of inspired them to just kind of really go with it. Uh, they, they tested the waters on Daredevil season two when he first came out. And he got a lot of really positive reception. So, of course, people were like, yeah, let's get a season. And right away, you saw it, like, get picked up. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, what, I mean, what do these comic book TV shows mean to you? Like, uh, are you a huge comic book fan in, in general? Or are you just strictly about the shows? Or how, how do you feel about where they're going, you know, what you see every week? So, I, I feel like they're going in a very positive direction. Uh, comic books to me and comic book shows have always been an escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a lot that goes on in life. There's a lot of stress. People have, you know, their kids. You got to deal with work. I have an office job where I put in so many hours. <laughs> but as soon as I'm out, man, I get into either I read manga or I watch anime or I watch these comic book shows. And it's always been an escape because I I throw I totally throw myself into the show like I picture myself as either one of the heroes or a sidekick or something like that even one of the civilians I don't even care <laughs> and then, it's funny because I'll carry it like into my dreams like I'll have random dreams I, it has nothing to do with the show but I have a random superpower and I'm out there you know uh, putting in work and defending the human race and all kinds of fun stuff so to me it's always been something that's a, a little bit of an escape to a better place uh, it takes you to some amazing locations if you give it, you know, that chance. So it's always been a very big part of my life. And do you prefer the the binging like you would do with a Netflix show, or do you prefer the week to week? I mean, obviously, you already said with like Flash, you do the binge, but like, I mean, storytelling wise, how do you feel? Like, do you do you prefer the week to week or the the binge? It really, really depends on the show, in yeah. all honesty. Because there's a lot of shows where you can watch an episode and they tell the entire story in that episode. And you don't really have to wait for anything else. Uh, whereas a show like The Flash, where there's a lot of plot connections that they do throughout the entire series, mm-hmm. um, I like to binge those because I don't like cliffhangers all that much. <laughs> so I'll wait and I'm like, all right, it's done. Cool. Let's watch it. And I'll, I'll kill it in like a weekend or so. And... I don't have to wait for any of those things, except for, you know, when they end the season on the cliffhanger, and I have to wait a year. You have to wait. (laughs) (laughs) Game of Thrones. (laughs) I'm looking at you, Game of Thrones. Um, So, we know that Jessica Jones Season 2 just dropped, uh, but they have also announced that they're doing Season 3. Now, we are in the middle of of filming Luke Cage Season 2, Danny Rand Season 2, Daredevil Season 3... What are you expecting from these shows? Do you, I mean, I think they've already said that there's probably not going to be a Defenders Season 2, but you know, there might be a crossover seat show, just like the Defenders was. So right, right. Maybe it's a Heroes for Hire show or Daughters of the Dragon show. What are you expecting for the future for the Netflix uh, Marvel shows before they get taken away by Disney? <laughs> so we got about a year. Um, yeah, a year, year and a half. So I'm expecting them to not really pull any punches at this point. Uh, Netflix knows... That they, they might get pulled soon. So I think they're just going to go full throttle at this point. Uh, I'm expecting to see some really good things. I'm expecting to see some action-heavy things. Um, so I'm especially after the 
the great reception that The Punisher received, I have a feeling that the other Netflix shows are really going to start uh, getting nitty-gritty, if you know what I mean. As uh, Nacho Libre would say, the nitty-gritty, something around <laughs> those lines. But uh, I'm excited to see what they have coming. Uh, they've had some really good storylines for the most part. So I, I, it always leaves me wanting more. I'm a little hopeful that maybe if this whole Disney thing... You know, it does end up getting them pulled. Maybe they'll still continue doing something similar. Um, and they kept the cast and everything like that. That'd be fantastic. But, you know, can't hold my breath. <laughs> <laughs> do you think, I mean, obviously you just said you, you hope they do. But do you think uh, uh, Disney will continue on with these shows? I have a feeling that we have a 75% chance that they might keep going. Right? Yeah. So, but you never know with Disney. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but, they, they have all the money, so they have all the, the chips, right? They can yeah, do whatever they much. want. Well, they they have us by the collar for sure. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, at the same time, Disney has produced a lot of things that have been like R-rated or, you know, even they have separate companies that are able to release like MA content right, and that yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, at this point, I'm, I'm being hopeful that they're just there to provide the funding and really kind of kick it into gear and still show us some really amazing content. Now, uh, speaking of the future, what's one comic book character that you wish they would make into a TV show? Oh, man. Um, that's a tough question because... Would you, would you prefer someone that we've already seen on the big screen? If you would have asked me this a year ago, I would have told you Runaways. Ooh. <laughs> but then it happened. <laughs> and then it happened. I gotta tell you, I mean, I, I actually like the show. Did, have you had a chance to see I it? I did. I enjoyed it too. Yeah, I, thought I, it was, I thought it was great. It's I not, thought for you know, a live action show of the Runaways... Well done. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it's definitely a departure from the, the comic book itself, but most of the time they are. I mean, the, the only real departure that I saw is that they, they, they put a lot of focus on the parents this exactly, time around. Exactly, yeah. Um, which I kind of really liked. I, I liked the story that was going on with the parents. Yeah. It, it had me really invested. I mean, but it, I didn't like that it took an entire season for, for them, them to run, to run away. away. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I mean, I'll, I'll go with it. Why not? There you go. Uh, as for a character I would like to see in the future, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about the Moon Knight. Uh, I have had a lot of Moon Knight, and my, maybe actually putting Miles Morales into the li- a live action yeah. version of him that would be pretty. I'd like to see a live action version of yeah, Miles Morales. It, I know they, they've been hinting at things here and there. Yeah, Homecoming. Uh, but of had, course, we got our brand new young Peter Parker. That's true. Uh, have you guys had a chance to see the animated trailer for the Spider Man Dimensions? Uh, is it Dimensions? Is that the video game? No, no. It's actually going to be an animated movie. Yeah, I thought it was called something else. Is it? Um, it might be called Dimensions. I, I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, but <laughs> no. Uh, I haven't seen the trailer for it yet. But I did. I mean, that's the one where uh, they are doing Miles Morales, right? Yeah, it's Miles Morales, and then uh, you see Peter Parker show up, and it looks like they're going to bring a bunch of maybe a couple Spider Mans and stuff uh, here and there. Nice. I know that they've. I don't know if Drake Bell's still going to be uh, voicing Peter Parker. The because he I, did it the last. The, he was the last one to do animated Peter Parker I and the so, cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's for, been doing uh, a lot of the animated Peter Parkers. Um, okay. And Disney then they had a, show. They had Danny oh. Glover doing uh, Miles, Miles Morales. Morales. Is he doing it this time around? I don't think so. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I didn't think he's he been, was doing it this time around. Especially now because he was working on the animated Deadpool. Right. Uh, shot to the heart. Uh, <laughs> but uh, now that that's been canceled, he still has a lot of other movie obligations. And um, not saying that Deadpool's dead, by the way. I mean, that still might get picked up by another network. 
Never know. Because I was really excited for that. Disney might be like, hey, let's do it. Yeah. They, they're going to have they're gonna they that property. They are going to have that, that site. Yeah. So, so, uh, uh, Disney, if you hear this, um, help a brother out. Hey, hey <laughs> listen to the internet. You, you listen to the internet. Oh, I'm sorry. Disney didn't listen. Fox, you listened to the internet <laughs> when they said they wanted a Deadpool movie. And we, you got it. And one of the highest grossing R-rated movies of all time. Uh, Disney, listen to the internet. In this one. <laughs> they want the Donald Glover Deadpool. Oh. Make it happen. Yeah, I know. Donald Glover and his brother seemed like they were going to be killing it. Yeah. Uh, I saw some. Did you guys see some of the animated test footage yep, that they yep. had for it? It looked great. I know they just used some of the lines from the movie itself. Yeah. yeah. But holy cow, that animation was just spot on. It did. Awesome. <laughs> Speaking of which, go watch Deadpool 2. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, Jesse. Thank you for showing up on our 100th episode. We uh, we definitely wanted you on here for a while, and uh, we're we're happy that you could come and and be a part of it. I appreciate the invite, guys. Uh, I'm always more than willing to come uh, jump on and uh, talk uh, some nerdy stuff with you guys. And once again, it's uh, the League of Ordinary Gentlemen. You have a Twitch channel, and I believe you do it five out of seven days a week. Yeah, five five days a week we're on there streaming. If you guys uh, feel like joining us, or if you ever want to play with us, we have had some uh, random uh, people join up and play with us and stuff. It's good times. Zombie Sunday, yeah, Zombie Sunday is uh, always fun. We actually had our first troll that we had to block on Sunday. This last <laughs> episode, uh, that's when you know you've made it though. When you start getting them trolls, that's true. Uh, our Instagram and Twitter handles are Ordinary Gents AZ. So feel free to follow us. Cool. Let's talk about Agents of Shield then. We'll come back to do Krypton next next week. Uh, we will do. Oh, we didn't talk about Arrow yet. Okay. Did we talk about Arrow? No, we have no, we not. We didn't talk about Arrow yet. We got one Arrow. We have one Arrow. Which episode was that? That was the episode where Dig and and no, Oliver we already fight? talked we already about, about that. Talked one. About that, yeah. So this was. I don't know. It was last week's and uh, crap. What? Uh, let, me, let me see if I can look it up. I mean, I know what this week's episode was because I just watched it, but. Uh, I cannot tell you what happened in the week before, and that's that's kind of bad, you know. When we can't keep those did I tweet anything about episodes this? straight? Fundamentals is the name of the episode. Uh, let's see. Uh, Oliver lashes out at Flit. Oh, this is the he got dosed oh, with the vertigo. Yeah, the vertigo. So we got to see the old suit come back. That was kind of cool. The grease paint. The grease paint came back. You know. He's definitely going through all these people of his past and, you know, what they meant to him and what, what it means to him to, you know, we had fucking Adrian Chase, Adrian Chase talking in his head the whole time. And, uh, was it, he saw his, his nanny get killed. Uh, I, I, I dug the episode for what it was and it was unfortunate that, you know, it, it made it so that he couldn't, um, kind of, uh, reminded me of, um, uh, Mask of the Phantasm, uh, when Bruce uh, sees you know his dad, Thomas Wayne, and yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely calls back to that. And as we've seen, they usually call back to Batman yeah. stuff. So uh, overall, it, I think he went through a couple versions of the suit too. While in that flashback, yeah, which is which was kind of cool. It basically jumped through all the seasons if you think about it. Yeah. So uh, with uh, that being said. At the end of the episode, he essentially fires Overwatch. He says, you know, Felicity, I need to get back to the basics. Uh, no one's going to be around me. I'm going to take take care of this all on my own. Good good idea or not good idea? Good idea. Um, I think, I mean, I'm hoping that the show goes back to what it was when we first started watching. And, you know, takes back, uh, 
just goes back to its regular basics and you know uses that to pull us pull us back in. I think it is playing more. I, I think it's going more towards my my theory of of they know that uh, Richard Dragon is watching him, and uh, it's all just a ploy. It's all a ploy. It's it's, it's just they, fucking Batman. He thinks yeah. He thinks that he'll be all alone and he won't have anybody to to fight with him. And then all of a sudden, everybody will show up. You know, behind Richard Dragon, and be like, "Haha, we're all here. We're a family kind of shit thing." Oh my god! <laughs> you know what's funny though is that. Between both, um, uh, I want to say, between Flash and there was another show that kind of did too. I don't remember what it was, but but Flash, you know, Flash is not not you're the Flash, we're the Flash kind of thing. Okay, yeah. Oliver's like, no, 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 I'm Arrow. Like I'm Green Arrow. <laughs> There's no we are Green Arrow bullshit. <laughs> so uh, I I dug the episode. It was kind of cool. I. I I don't know. I don't know where we're gonna go from there. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, have, we'll when you watch the new, newest episode, we'll have to talk about that. Right. Obviously, we'll talk about it, but we'll have to see where it goes. Okay, let's go ahead and talk about Agents of Shield then. Agents of Shield last two episodes, we saw we saw uh, what's his face Deke take a bullet, you know, for 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 Daisy. Um, How sweet. No, he's definitely falling in love with her. And uh, we—is this the episode where Mac got trapped inside the yes. the the prison cell? Uh, he was able to. He got. He got. No, I think that was two episodes ago. Because we talked about that already, didn't we? Talk about them taking. He gets out on this episode. Um, he got out in this episode, but in the previous yeah. episode. Oh yeah, in the previous episode, he got trapped in there. Yeah, but. Didn't we already talk about them? T- uh, 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 Simmons taking the drink of the yes. acid stuff. So yeah, we that would about... that would have been two episodes ago. Oh, okay. So they he's been he was stuck in that that thing for two episodes. Yeah, three episodes. Yeah, because uh, last episode, not the one that we just watched, but last week, um, that's when Piper got, got him out of there. Ah, uh, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what did you think of uh, uh, the way that they dealt with the superior man? That was pretty awesome, dude. When Yo-Yo, like, obviously Yo-Yo is having problems with her her arms, you know, because they can't react to yeah. The basically the nerves interacting with the circuitry, the circuitry cannot act as fast as her super speed goes. So when, you're getting some kind of pain loop back when it's like it doesn't know what the fuck to do. But uh, she pushes through it and slices through the superior man, and then fucking knocks him through a window. Like that was that was fucking badass. Blood everywhere. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool, and that was the thing that saved Simmons, Fitz and Simmons. Like fucking because the guns, of course, will jam at that point right there when they're cornered, and that <laughs> because, saves them because they're gonna they're gonna, well then they also all fall down. Like, yeah, because uh, you know they were all connected to the superior man at the same time. Yeah. Um, Fuck, Ruby. Ruby's fucking brutal. Yes, yes, she is. <laughs> uh, she takes a beating and also beats the crap out of goddamn Daisy for a while. And uh, who else does she beat? Is it just Daisy that she beats? Probably. Okay. In yeah. the Winter Wonderland? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh I- what do you, how do you feel about the show at this at this moment? You know, we have our new Destroyer of Worlds. We have uh, the Gravitonium. We have fucking all kinds of shit going wrong. And 
Coulson and, and Talbot on the ship. Uh, well, we know when the show is going to end, and uh, they reveal the title for the final episode, so it makes me sad if it doesn't get renewed, because it's just titled The End. That's true. So it can go either way. It could go either way. Uh, and uh, I don't want the world to blow up. And we see Robin's, you know, drawings, and Talbot points to them. He's like, "One, this, you know, what is this? When does this happen?" And she says, "Soon." But so, who do you think is that human that's, you know, that survives? Because there's obviously someone that survives that was on top of the world when it cracked. So I don't think it's the person surviving. I think it's supposed to represent the oh, person that's cracking the world. Oh, so okay. it's obviously female. So that you know that leaves it at being either Ruby or being. Uh, Daisy. Daisy at this point. Um, I don't know. It, it's I, so we get to the end of the episode, the end of this week's episode, and and Ruby's killed. Uh, Yo Yo pushes past the pain, slices through her throat using her Xena Warrior Princess weapon, and uh, Daisy is really upset by this. Like she's like, I was talking her down for some reason. She had it in the impression she was going to be able to to uh, talk her down to to talk her over to her side to become an agent of Shield. Which was, I don't know if that was a great idea. I don't think that was going to happen, especially with all the voices in her head telling her to, you know, kill, kill Daisy and kill the rest of Shield. That wasn't going to happen. Yeah, so we know that Alex something, Alex Wilder or something like that. I don't know, not Alex Wilder. It's Alex something is in there. We know that the 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 scientist is in Ian there. Ian or something. Ian, yeah, something like that. Uh, and it sounds like there's might be more than just the two of them in there. Uh, especially from Robin's picture, it showed a body with a whole bunch of different bodies inside. Yep. Um, I, I don't know. It, it, it gets released out into the universe, I guess, when Ruby gets uh, killed. But I don't know if that means it's it's still in trouble. Or is it going to take over another body? B- what do you think? I don't even know. I... Because when that happens, uh, hail leaves, but and the lights flash too. But we just see kind of like a light explosion and like a wind explosion. So I don't yeah. know where it Some went. Kind of wave, yeah, kind of thing. yeah. Uh, you, you, I assume this is not the last we've seen of the. the no, uh, uh, but even though hail has gone ahead and you know got word to her alien buddies, b- buddies, yeah, to come over, come and. And fight Shield for the Gravitonium, so uh, that's where we're going with the next part of the season. Who knows? Yeah, it's gonna. It's it, like they said. Like you said, it's gonna be the end. So hopefully not the end of the show, but definitely the end of whatever at this point. Uh, there was a another part. Oh, we saw when Ruby first gets her powers. You know, she, obviously she was in love with the Von Tr- Strucker kid, but. Yeah, when you have gravity powers and you don't know how to use them, Ugh. that was brutal. That's not dude. pretty. She she crushed his head on accident too. On accident. Ugh. That was awesome. We watched it. <laughs> <laughs> brutal but awesome. Brutal but awesome. I'm surprised uh, that show. I'm surprised they showed it. You're right. I don't think they've done too much else to in that vein. I don't know. Slicing open her throat was pretty brutal, too. Yeah, you saw the actual gash, too. Yeah, so... Uh, I don't know. I, like we said, it's it, it's an it's an enjoyable show. If you're not watching it, you really should be. Uh, it's getting really intense. Yeah. More and more. More and more. Uh, all right. Is there something else you want to talk about with that? No. 
Congratulations to Geek Leak Radio on all your accomplishments. In honor of this, I have prepared a very special poem that I just came up with right now. It goes a little something like this. Roses are red, violets are blue. If you're looking for a good podcast, Geek Elite Radio is for you. Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about uh, The Walking Dead then. Uh, we had an episode and then we had the season finale. Yep. And this is the culmination of the war. This is what we've been building up to this whole season. And I have to say, well, let's first, let's talk about this. You you, you were one of the few that went and watched it in the theater. You got to yeah. see the big presentation. What did you think? Um, just because of the hype and the buildup, um, I thought that there was going to be a lot more going on with um, the season finale episode. So that's the the content of the episode in general, right? What did you think about the experience though of going to the theater? Like, did they do anything special? Did you get to see extra footage? Uh, there wasn't any extra footage, but there was a lot of um, uh, interviews uh, with the cast members from both Fear the Walking Dead and Regular Walking Dead, talking about. Um, either they were on set or, you know, they were um, off set, but they were talking about, like, their experiences, what the show means to them, what the fans mean to them. And then um, there were a couple of uh, fans that actually uh, got interviewed, and they were talking about what the show means to them and, you know, how much of a fan they are. Um, and, you know, you took a picture of uh, of uh, some lady cosplaying as Carol and this other guy dressed up as uh, Rick. Rick, and they were on the big screen, so it had been at WonderCon where they're being interviewed. <laughs> that was funny that you 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 were able to pick them out though. Yeah, I was like, I was like, hey Miranda, I was like, I think that's you know, we Mitch took a picture of them and like I showed her, I was like, yeah, that's them. I was like, holy <laughs> crap. So, I mean, they should have took a picture of me, or they should have talked talk to me in my Negan outfit. I know. That sucks. Anyways, uh, no, that's that's incredible. So, you saw two episodes, uh, obviously without the commercials, and some interviews and, and stuff like that. How long did the whole experience end up being? Um, it was a total of uh, two hours and 15 minutes. Oh, so essentially the, the, the time for a movie. Yep. Okay, so, uh, yeah, the the episode itself was pretty pretty lackluster. There was a lot... There was a lot, like, hinging on the fact that, uh, well, we, well, okay, so in the, the episode prior to the season finale. You were right, by the way. What was I right with about? With who, um, um, uh, God, uh, Negan picked up. Yes, yeah, yeah, I was right about the, the girl. You know what, when they finally revealed her, I was like, that's not the same girl. Like, it, she, <laughs> like, literally her face was just blind to me. I could not tell her apart from the other people you know who actually i thought it was supposed to be i thought it was supposed to be the the one the one lady that has like the the shaved sides of her head and she's very muscular oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like that that savior but i guess i guess if i go back and think about it yeah it was the blonde one that was uh fighting with dwight but yes she ended up being that and he dwight uh negan was able to keep her under Alive? wraps no, not a lie, but under wraps, and so no one else saw her, so that it would be a big surprise when Di- Dwight like goes to his room and she's there, and he's like, "Ah, shit!" Like, yeah, it's funny, and it's funny that Negan was able to keep up the ruse the whole time too, because he essentially puts um, Simon and, and Dwight against each other, and then Dwight uh, Simon's like, "Hey, you know, you and me, we're gonna take over, we're gonna kill Negan," kind of thing, and then Dwight goes and tells Negan because essentially. I guess it's better to kill Simon at this point and then betray Negan to trick people so that, uh, you know, you can take out Negan and not have to worry about Simon. Yeah. But then, 
it's not, you know, Negan had planted the information of like, this is where we're going to be. And he gave that to Gregory and Gregory took off and gave the stuff to Rick and um, Maggie. But that was all fake because he knew that Dwight was a traitor. Do you think it was right of him to not to kill Dwight? Um, who, Negan? Negan, yeah. I mean, his life would have been bigger hell, you know, to just make him be one of the prisoners, so... Yeah, but see, I think that's the hubris that, you know, Negan very much suffers from. He 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 gets too caught up in the fact that he's the man and he can't be defeated. Like, essentially, if he would have killed Dwight, that would have helped him out. If he would have uh, taken care of uh, Gabriel, that would have helped him out. If he would have taken care of Eugene back in the day, that would have helped him out. You know, all up at, at all those things come together at the end here... And it bites him in the ass because uh, Eugene's making all these bullets for him and Eugene sabotaged him. Like the previous episode, we're sitting here talking about how Eugene hid from uh, 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 um, Dwight or not Dwight, uh, Daryl and Rosita. Rosita. And, you know, we're thinking that he just really wants to get back to Negan and be on that side and stuff. But in actuality, he needs to get back so that he can continue to sabotage the bullets. Yeah. Unfucking believable. He was not Negan this whole time. He was he was Team Rick still. Yep. So more power to him. You he know. did a great job convincing everybody. Yeah, he really did. Um, and then you know you know Dwight uh, helped knock knock Negan down. Gabriel helped knock him down. <laughs> uh, he tried to run away at some point. You know, Dwight helped out knocking him down too. Yeah. So it, all those things, if he would taken care of them when he he should have, you know, he would still be he'd probably been the winner at this point. Yeah. But uh, I don't know how do you, how do you how do you feel about uh, the fact that um, Morgan is you know seeing people still and he he's, he I don't know can he be trusted at this point? He can still be trusted, yes, but. At this point, he just, he really did need a break and just needed to separate himself from everybody because, you know, he's just not happy with the things that he's doing and he's not happy with himself either. Yeah. No. He's, uh, I loved, and you know what I loved in this, the season finale episode? Jesus. Jesus was such a great part of, why is he not being used more? Why is he not, why was he, I feel like he wasn't in this, this half of the season at all. That's true. He wasn't, and I mean, he's usually he's usually just following Maggie around. Yeah, and we haven't really seen Maggie all that much either. Fair enough. I, yeah, I guess that's true. And uh, you know, obviously, Jesus and Maggie and and Daryl have uh, their own plans at the end of the the end of the episode. That's crazy, though. That... They're going to go up against Michonne and 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 Rick, Rick now. So essentially, that's what we're getting to is a civil war between the two the two factions now. I guess so. And I mean, I get what they're coming from because a Daryl was a prisoner under Negan. Okay. And then, um, well, obviously, I just said you know uh, Jesus follows Maggie around, right? So, and Maggie's upset because because you know killed... took away the husband. Yeah. Took about took away Glenn, and she wants to get the revenge. So I know that in the time that the show is actually portraying, it hasn't been that long since Glenn died. However, do you think? that this new guy from the, that was a prisoner from the the saviors that ends up talking to Maggie about hey I've been reading that build a new tomorrow book and I think I can do that thing do you think the two of them are going to be getting together I 
think so. Yeah, it seems like that, that that's what they were kind of pushing together. Like that guy ended up being a really good guy. Yeah, and honestly, they wrote him to the to the point where we really care about him, kind of thing. He's redeemable. He's definitely redeemable. Who's to say that he needs to be redeemable? It's obviously like he's a he he's just a good guy. He was just put in a bad situation, right? And I loved the little speech that that Rick gives uh, at the at when we find. Uh, Negan in the infirmary because it's what I've been saying this whole time like he go, he tells Negan look it's not about you killing people hell I've killed people we've all killed people it's what it's what we have to do now but it's the way you treated people that were alive that's what you what was wrong you kept us under your thumb and stuff like that and I that, that's what I've been saying like people would come up to me and be like no Negan's not that bad of a guy he does <laughs> the exact same thing that uh, Rick does they, you know they're they're killing people too it's like that's not the point he's trying to rule over people you know he, he still thinks that he's saving people he even says that in the first like, i was saving them yep. like, no you're making people live out this torturous fucking life i mean you're braining people with the iron to the face that's terrible you shouldn't be doing that so uh yeah they're essentially they said they're gonna they're gonna get he's gonna be the example he's gonna make it so that negan or is the the uh, he's going to be in prison so that people see like if you break the rules, this there is what's going to happen. There will be consequences. Yeah. Um. So thing is, um, this does happen in the comics. Uh, from my friend has told me, but um, the only thing that they changed, and I don't know why, Dwight actually um becomes the the leader of the Saviors. So they keep the the Saviors as a thing. Yeah, but um, they all work together as a group. Oh. They all unite and they all help each other out with each other's resources. So we saw in this, Daryl like gives keys to Dwight and says, "Hey, get the fuck out of here!" Like, he, Dwight, go find your wife, and I don't want to see you here ever again. Right? We saw that Dwight was like ready to die. He's like, "I know it. I killed um, what Tara's girlfriend? I can't remember Denise. Denise, yeah. And you know, I I did a, a terrible thing to you too, but uh, you know, I I did I did what I did, and I'm ready to take my consequences and he thinks he's about to die, but Dwight gives him the keys and says, take off. And he saw, he gets to his old house and the house has a, 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 a letter to him that says uh, honeymoon infinity or honeymoon forever. I don't know yeah. what it's supposed to say. Do you, did, do you understand what that letter meant? Did, did, did it show up from something before? I, um, one of the other times, um, uh, when she first ran away, he went to his old house again, and she left him a little note and a six-pack of beer. That's right. So, you know, obviously, that's just saying I'm still alive, you know, still keep searching for me. So maybe honeymoon means that's where go to the place that we spent our honeymoon? Maybe. You'll find me? Maybe. Uh, cool. Uh, I, I mean, Morgan takes off at the end of the episode. He's he's done. That's I assume that he's going to show up in Fear of the Walking Dead. Yep. Um, Jadis is going to take his place in the community. Jadis is going to take his, his place in the community. Do you think that uh, she's going to tell him about the, the helicopter and what that means? I don't know. She, and it's not Jadis anymore. It's, it's Anna now? Oh, yeah, Anne. Anne, okay, yeah. So that's that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to see what that means. She's we'll, talking normal again? She's talking normal. She doesn't have that to, that going on. Uh, uh, the, the, the kid, the little kid, Andrew, Andy, I don't know. I don't remember what his name is. I don't remember his name he, either. Him and Carol are probably going to end up being... Kid and mom? And, yeah. Kid and parent, I assume. Yeah. Maybe maybe with uh, Ezekiel? Maybe yeah. Carol and Ezekiel getting together? I could see TV. it. 
Um, now, do you think, now that we've gotten to this part, do you think the predictions of the future that we've been seeing throughout the season are actually predictions of the future, or is it just the story that Carl was telling? I think it was the story that Carl was telling. Because we have Eugene back in the in the group, and That's we saw true. that. We have Negan's going to be part of the group, you know, one way or another. Right. So it's a, it's a possibility at this point. Yeah, it could be. But Negan getting along with Rick and with, you know, obviously he did like uh, Judith, but, you know, yeah. him having to get along with Rick, I don't think that's possible at this point. You never know. So, something could happen. I mean, look at over at, uh, I know it's two different shows, but look at Gotham. You know, we got Leslie and, and Red Riddler together when she, Leslie hated Enigma for killing her friend. That's true. Merry Christmas, but... It's it's you know it's drama it's it's yeah. it's what could be so uh, any other implications of these two episodes that you want to bring you want to bring about um, I think uh, Tara and um, that one uh, savior that ended up surviving and ratting Dwight out I think they're gonna hook up they she did she was first to be like hey we give up you won kind of thing not not first but she was one of the first. And, uh, yeah, they did kind of shoot each other a line. I forgot to bring in the fact that Aaron was successful in bringing the Oceanside oh, people right. over. that's right. They yeah. threw the Molotov cocktails. Yeah. They, you know, things kept working out for the Hilltop people. <laughs> Which never happens. Almost never happens. So, uh, yeah, obviously their community is growing bigger. You know, you might have the lady, the actress that, that's in both the Supergirl and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., who's also part of the Oceanside. That, oh, yeah, Piper? Yeah, Piper. She, she might end up, you know, being with... Uh, uh, Terra too. Yeah, that's a thing because the two of them talked to each other at Oceanside before. Yeah. Um, who knows? It's 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 all uphill from here. Yeah. Or downhill from here. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do with the with more seasons of the show now. Yeah. Uh, last thing. Um, and so this happens in the comics basically because this happens. Uh, Denise. Uh, oh wait, no, Olivia. Uh, her job in the comics was to uh, feed. Negan, um, but obviously Olivia got killed by Negan in the show. Right. Um, so I know how the new Doctor guy, he, they'll probably have him possibly feed Negan now, so mm-hmm. I think it's going to be his fault that ends up leaving the cage unlocked and Negan escapes. Oh. And that's what's going to happen, but I'm not sure. So, But isn't that in the point in the comic books when he goes and saves Rick, and that's yeah. kind of the reason why they end up being okay I mean, they have to work. Yeah. They have to work together anyway, yeah. but yeah. He's an anti-hero in the comics now. I don't know how I feel about that. Do you give him back Lucille at this point? Like, if if he ends up becoming a good guy, I assume in the comic books they gave him Lucille back. Lucille's no more in the comics. Really? Yeah, Lucille breaks. Oh. He breaks down. Breaks down? Yeah, he breaks down and, like, fucking cries. Lucille? No, no, no. uh, Negan. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. No, yeah, I mean... I, I was wondering, you know, if if you were Rick at this point and you just defeated Negan and you put him in jail, what do you do with the bat? I wouldn't give him Lucille back. But okay, you, not not just that, but what do you do with it? Do you do you do you burn it? Do you destroy it? Do you just take the the barbed wire off? What I mean, do you keep it around because it's a good weapon? What do you do? Damn, that's a good question. My stupid. You know, self would probably just keep it above my na- mantle as a trophy. <laughs> but you know that if some if he were to escape, you know he would have it back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's a good question. I, I was thinking, I, I was thinking about that. At the end, so I was like, what would I do? I think I, I feel like I would just take the barbed wire off and, and keep it as a bat. But because uh, they never really used it as the barbed the barbed wire part of the of the thing at all. No. So 
it never seemed to make a difference, but yeah. Congrats on making it to 100 episodes. All you need now is to catch up to Action Comics. Uh, okay, Daniel, that is our 100th episode. We've had, we've had some guests on. We've had some uh, people call in to say you know congratulations to us. We talked about a whole bunch of shows. We have more shows to talk about next week. It doesn't look like it's stopping anytime soon. Nope. Full steam ahead. More You're, episodes. Nothing's going to slow us down. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing short of death. Or the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, and the only reason why there wouldn't be, you know, it would stop us is because there would be no electricity and no internet. So we, we might still be talking about these shows. Yeah. <laughs> one way or another. The one way or another. There you go. Uh, cool. If anybody has anything they'd like to say to us uh, about these shows or anything we talked about today, we'd love to hear from you. I am on Twitter as at Mitchipedia G-E-R. Uh, Daniel's also on Twitter as Super Commie Daniel. The rest of Geek Elite Radio is at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, at Geek Elite Radio on Instagram, Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Radio is our Facebook page, and Geek Elite Radio.com is our website. Check out our website for archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Radio Network. But until then, this is Televised Heroics celebrating its 100th episode Woo! on the Geek Elite Radio Network, saying, always remember to geek, geek out. out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.